It's my podcast. Change, change, change. Of course we're talking about change. Of course, why not? So, I'm going to tell you the truth. I'm going to tell you the truth, too. Here's my podcast. Hey, what's going on, everybody? Uh, this is Andre, your host, your founder of BSTL, uh, building something that lasts. Um, I want to do an update with you today. Uh, it's Monday, um, 7 o'clock p.m. Um, I, I want to do an update with you, if that's all right with you. And I normally don't do updates. Um, however, I thought I would, uh, based on a bonus episode that I had shared with you all, um, the last time. And of course, on this um, podcast, we, we talk about all things leader, um, leadership. Uh, we talk about all of that. And that's what we, we do. And that's what we will um, continue to do. So anyways, here's the thing. Uh, the most listened to of all of um, these podcasts, whether regular episodes or um, these bonus ones has been uh, the barbershop. And so apparently that's something that really resonates. And so I did something. And let me just pause and just do this um, because, uh, you know, we've been talking about how far the reach is going of BSTL. And the other day I checked some of the analytics and guess what? We are now in Nambia. And so I'm excited about that. And I hope um, whoever it is that's listening in Nambia, because uh, maybe it's a different language. I'm just playing. I know that they speak English out there. Um, we're, we're in Nambia and I'm so excited. So anyways, let me um, double back here uh, to what happens. And generally I don't do this, um, but for this go around, I did. So one of the things that I said and have said uh, when I go to the barber shop, I never use names, um, the details. I always leave them out just to kind of protect people's privacy. Um, but what I did, because I really wanted to know how inspir- I wanted them to know how inspirational uh, they are. I did something that I've never done uh, before, or at least not since I've been doing uh, this podcasting thing with you all. Uh, I went to the barber shop, got a haircut, a uh, fantastic haircut. Uh, I wish I could uh, show you my haircut through the soundbite. Um, but, you know, I got a really fresh haircut. I went on a Friday evening and the barber shop was buzzing. And after everybody went, it was almost like, you know, the room just cleared out and gave us an opportunity. There was like a lull um, in there. And so I said, hey, guys, um, I want to like play something for you all. Um, I had told them that I did the podcast, but I didn't let them hear it. And usually I don't sit with those, uh, that I'm talking about. Um, and so I just, I did that. So, well, we kind of hooked it up. They got some, uh, electronics in the shop and I was able to Wi-Fi or Bluetooth into a device and play it out there. And so I sat with these guys and we literally spent the 20 something minutes, uh, sitting there. Um, listening to what was discussed at the podcast. And so the reason why I'm sharing this with you is because I want to tell you what happens. Like what happened was so incredible that I just felt like I would be robbing you if I didn't share with you what it is that transpired. So what happens is, is that, you know, normally when I go in there, I'm low key. I mean, those that know, uh, they know, and those that don't, they just, I'm another guy. I'm in the shop to just have this conversation. And so when I put on this recording for them and they are listening to it, uh, 
of course, I'm a little bit more professional <laughs> on the podcast. I can't let you all know how I talk in the barbershop, but you'd be proud anyways. But I'm a little bit more laid back. And so they liked how it sounded. They were like, wow, you know, this is what you do on the podcast. It sounds like a for real thing, like a real thing. And I was like, don't worry about how I sound. I want you guys to like hear what you've meant to me and what your shop and many other shops um, have meant to others that go and, and, and sit there for the haircut, but also for uh, the, the free therapy. <clears throat> so as we're sitting there and uh, we're going through some of the things, you know, the owner for the shop, his name's Andrew. He's like, I appreciate you doing this. And here's the beauty about this, um, especially since we were talking about transgenerational um, in that particular episode, he looks at his son and, you know, it's one of the rawest and one of the most purest moments um, that I think I've experienced in life. Now, these kinds of moments, they happen a little bit more um, when, I, when I'm at a funeral, um, because usually at funerals, people's guards are way down and the, the level of transparency is there because people's um, emotions are heightened and so they're kind of free and open. But generally, like in the streets, you don't necessarily see this kind of level of engagement or transparency or emotion. He looks at his son, right? So the owner, his name is Andrew and the shop is Whitby um, Barbershop. Um, you know, so please go and support them if you're in Durham. But he looks at his son and he says something looking in his eyes because I'm taking it in. He's like, you know, I, I never knew um, the impact of what it is that we're doing. I mean, he was like, I know that we, we have helped people to navigate some of the difficult moments of life, but listening to this story um, being shared on the internet and knowing um, that, you know, you're talking about us, talking about me, this is so powerful. And maybe it was a reminder as I'm watching him now celebrating with his son and sharing this very intimate moment with his son as they both recognize that we are the ones that have inspired this podcast and we are the ones that have inspired uh, uh, this story. You know, it, it's almost like uh, as we're sitting there and having this conversation, it's almost like they, they can see the power of their story. Like really what allows for me to um, create this podcast uh, talking about the barbershop, I'm not creating a story that's not real. It's a real story with real people, a real location, a real thing that happens every time that I go to the shop and beyond that. And listening to them just kind of like sit a little bit taller in the chair, that just made me feel so good to be able to allow them to have that experience. And, and let me tell you why. You know, sometimes um, I think that because the barbershop, uh, the way that it's often portrayed outside of our community, I don't know that barbers really know how powerful they are and the things that they do. So having the capacity now to go in there and, and, and share the story with them based on the story that I've lived out with them, it just seemed like it was like, yes, 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 this is us, this is us. And, and, and the self-value and the self-worth that comes out of that moment like, I wish you were there. Like, I wish you would have been able to see this because I think it would have blessed you and touched you the way that it did to me. 
So now, because I got the permission for this, uh, what ends up happening is now, um, as we're going through the podcast and we're listening to the content of the podcast, there are some things um, that I've discussed in the shop, and I won't share it here on the podcast, but just things that we have talked about and navigated through and discussed and talked about in terms of highs and lows. And in that moment, as that part of the the podcast, um, that's where we're like kind of passing through in terms of the soundbite. You know, his son, he hears <clears throat> uh, part of what it is that I'm saying there, and he just has to like pause. Now, let me just say why this is important as leaders, right? So this pause is as powerful as his father looking at him and saying, man, we're, we're doing something. We are making a difference. Well, in that moment, as uh, you know, the son is now listening to a, a, a sound bite portion of the conversation about something that is personal and dear to him, he, he literally has to like step away from the conversation and away from the podcast um, because we're not talking about somebody else. We're, we're also talking about some of the experiences um, that we have had um, when I go into the shop, right? So again, people know what it is that I do. And so there are some luxuries that I get to experience um, because of that. And he comes back out and he's got like these tears in, in his eyes. And he's like, you don't know um, how you have impacted me also and how you have blessed me. And this kind of just made me think to myself, oh, how I wish that people would go back to the scene of the crime. So let me explain what I mean. So it's really a metaphor. And when I say the scene of the crime, in that moment, I didn't know what was going to happen in terms of sitting down and listening to them or listening to the podcast with them. I didn't know what their response was going to be because uh, I've never done this with them before. But when, when I went back and I'm playing this thing out and I'm watching uh, this transgenerational experience happening in front of me where the dad, you know, I think it adds value to Andrew's life. Um, but definitely it adds, uh, adds uh, value to uh, Jamal's life as, as we're now talking about this. And it triggers some of what I've also been able to help. Because here's the thing. They've been able to help me out in some of the conversations that we've had in there. And I've been able to help them out. But the thing is, going back in there and talking about it and listening uh, to it, it almost like rips the Band-Aid off. And when I say the Band-Aid off, it brings us back to a, a, an experience where three uh, black men, different ages, are now sitting in a room reflecting on some of the different conversations. And there's a guy um, that wasn't there. And I said to them, this guy was also a part of one of the, the conversations that kind of captured some of what I'm talking about or was talking about in the first podcast. And I was like, that guy right there is inspirational. And they're like, yeah, man, he's inspirational. And it's good that you were able to do this. And we're going to tell him about it. And I sent them, you know, the link to the thing, because I want that other guy to understand that he's more than just a guy that comes to the shop to check in. Like he, he never gets a haircut. <laughs> <laughs> like this guy doesn't cut his hair. So really there's no reason for him to be in the shop except for he's got some roots in there. His friend is in there. His mentor is in there. His friends come there and they all hang out. And the thing is they've got this 
uh, relationship that's so pure and so kind and so loving. Like, I wish you could hear them as they talk to one another. They ride on each other. They rag on each other. And then they encourage one another. Yo, you got to do this. You got to do that. You got to make sure of this and that. And here's the thing. As we're sitting there and we're now talking about it, and there are different moments in the podcast that strike up other conversations, here's the thing. We have to find a way as we're building something that lasts, we've got to find a way to keep the story going. I think that's what I want to talk about on this bonus um, episode that's not going to be a bonus, but it'll be one of the things that we we post up here. I, I think that it's important that I say this, that the story captures not just the information, but it also captures the emotion of it. And here's what's kind of lacking in our community. And I think we're beginning to do so now, especially as mo- uh, people are moving into scholarship and you find that there are more people doing podcasting and you've got academics who are writing books you've got storytellers that are telling stories that are real and there's got you know there's people that are are writing the stories from the storytellers to make sure that some of these stories hit the shelf or hit some type of you know platform where people can come back and listen to it stories have to be maintained and maybe this is the other part of this right so the first time when we have this conversation about the barbershop, we're talking about, you know, the the psychotherapy aspect of it, right? The fact that you get good counsel there, the fact that it's a space that is open and transparent where people can share ideas, um, agree, disagree, agree to disagree, um, you know, dismiss some of the insecurities and help people to man up and put on their big boy pants. Yeah, that's what I was talking about the first go around. But now I'm talking about the story. And here's the thing. 10 years from now, um, this story is going to be archived. Uh, Whether or not I keep it on this RSS platform or I find another place to uh, take these sound bites and put them somewhere else, this story is going to live. And in 10 years from now, I don't know what the barbershop is going to look like. Like, I don't know if it's going to be some kind of artificial intelligence thing where you sit down and you click a button and some robot is going to now cut your hair based on the image. I, I have no idea what the barbershop is going to look like. But I think that the story is important and the story adds value to everything. Now, let me also say this to you. As I'm now sitting there and having this conversation, um, it's almost like it also uh, sets like another light bulb off, right? It, It seems to set off another light bulb because here's what ends up happening. Um, as it, it, it's, it's being told and as I'm sharing uh, with them, here's what ends up happening. Um, what ends up happening is the son who's also in his feelings because of some of the content of the overall discussion, here's what he does. He pulls out his chain and he's got this chain that has like um, these barber tools that are on you know this chain. And he says to me, one of these days, this shop is going to be mine. And you can almost see or feel the weight of why he's saying what he's saying. Because really, here's what he's also saying. He's now come to understand um, that, you know what, I'm more than a barber. I'm more than somebody who just fixes people up 
when they sit in the chair. No, no, no. I'm doing something else. I'm also adding value uh, to the overall quality of life of whomever it may be. He's like, this is why. This is my why. This is the reason that God has actually put me on this planet. He's put me here not just to, to put designs and edge up um, hairlines. God has put me here to make a difference in somebody else's life. And maybe here's what I'm saying um, about this barbershop thing that apparently I'm fixated on because I'm now having a secondary conversation about something that I've already discussed and this is very easy to move along from. I guess what I'm really saying to you is, is that this barber thing, it's multifaceted because first of all, um, we're, we're very clear that the barbershop is free therapy. But now there's a legacy building because of the way that this shop has been developed. Like here's the reality. What happens in this barbershop is you've got a father and son who are working side by side. Like they're not just building the legacy of haircuts and making people look good in the city of Whitby. No, no, no. What they're also doing is they're doing life together. Like think about the privilege of this. Like how often does a father and a son have the opportunity to build together, to create an economy together, to um, make a difference together? Like their bond is so close. And the truth is I've always known that, right? And it's not that every single day that they agree on all things in the shop. But here's the reality. What they're doing together is a legacy that they're passing along above and beyond this barbershop. Because I promise you, Jamal is going to have the same level of connectedness to his own children and 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 his children, which will become uh, his grandchildren if his life is, is lived long enough. They're going to have the same type of connectedness also. Why? Because at the end of the day, you can't spend that much time in another generation with somebody pouring into you and pouring out into you all of the information, all of the stuff, and maybe even all of the stuff that they're working through because we're still talking about relationships, right? So he gets to every single day go and build with his father while building with his father. And maybe what I'm saying to you all is go to the barbershop. Go to any barbershop. The dynamic is going to be different there than it is at the Whitby Barbershop, but it's going to be something that is going to be memorable. Go to the salon. You know, go ahead and sit down there and get your box braids and whatever not have you. Go to the salon and get somebody to put on that lace front and gel it down along the hairline and get those little baby swipes with the toothbrush and the styling gel. Like, go and do all of that and look around you, right? Because so far, the perspective that I'm speaking from is um, from the male perspective at the barbershop. But I am certain that ladies, when you go to the salon, it's the same experience, but different length of hair. I mean, I, I, I wish that every job, um, every corporation would be able to do this thing uh, and, and allow for people to sit down in somebody's chair and talk it through, but apparently it's not a thing yet. So until that thing actually happens and until it's developed in a different kind of way, the shop is still doing it. And it's not just doing it in terms of the psychotherapy, it's doing it in terms of the storytelling, the 
pain, the joy, the victory, the hope, all of that is happening in there. Because let me just tell you, when you go into that shop, no matter what your day has looked like, something is going to happen in that shop on whatever day you show up that's going to change the trajectory of what your day is looking like. Even if you don't jump in on the conversation, the conversation is going to jump in on you. And here's the other piece to this. One of the things I like about the Whitby Barbershop is it's not just people that look like me, big black man. No, no, no. There are people from all over the world and they're all pouring into this conversation, this storytelling, this psychotherapy. And here's what I've discovered. Even though we like to make it seem as though we're so different that we can't all be in the room. You know what I've discovered? Every single race and culture is struggling with the same thing, but in a different kind of way. Ah, look at that. Pastor just broke the, the black book. He's now sharing secrets in, 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 in the barbershop. What, what I'm saying to you is we think that we're so much different than everybody else. But in the culture, everybody is going through a similar and near thing. Hey, this is another episode here, and I hope that I'm, I'm, I'm resonating with you on this barbershop because this barbershop thing is powerful. Thanks for joining in again. Again, my name is Andre Anderson. I'm both host and founder of BSTL, which stands for Building Something That Lasts. And here, can I also say this? I'm not sure what platform you're, you're watching from, but please don't listen to this week after week and not subscribe and share it. Look, I want to get all over the world with this thing. And let me tell you why. It's not for notoriety. It's because when you're building something that lasts, you've got to go over over the border. You've got to go into another city. You've got to go into another country and you've got to share because right now there might be somebody in Trinidad or Nambia or Brazil. And these are all places that we have arrived at through this podcast who are wondering what is it about the barbershop? And I think that this conversation is going to encourage them, even though they're in a different country, that there is a space where the conversation can happen. So guess what? I'll talk to you ne next time. Thank you for joining. And this is BSTL. Take care. Bye-bye.